Hey, Colin Aaron Clark. Seems like yesterday you were only a hundred, and now you're staring two hundred straight in the face. It's a bicentennial for the Spike Pit. Congratulations. Searching for moons For an evil logger in an ancient room Was a fortunate son of the OSR Without a ten-foot pole I wouldn't get very far The ground was murky and I caught a look As the dungeon master opened up his grim tooth book And then I fell into a spike pit Oh yeah, spike pit Oh, a bit would have spikes in it for all the company you've provided on long commutes and uh, interesting things to say about our hobby and some friendship around the game table. All right, man. Hope you're having a good week. Enjoy 200th episode celebration. What are you going to do to celebrate? Can't wait to find out. Very kind words from Aaron there. I think he really, for me, sums up why I do the podcasts. Admittedly, there are more selfish reasons, such as I just enjoy it, find it a creative outlet, and it it gives me something that I can continually try and improve a little bit. This episode, you'll notice I'm doing things a little bit differently. What I want to try and do is push the envelope a little bit, try and improve my recording techniques, perhaps develop my content a little bit, and, and going on from episode 200, just raise my game. There doesn't seem a lot of point in doing something if you're not going to try and improve. For me, that is a major motivating factor. It's been a lot of fun over the last few days, messing with Audacity. The theme that you heard at the beginning of the show is a classic example of what I love about the Anchor community that we've got going here. TJ Drennan with his melodious miasma meltdown. Is that right? I don't even know if it's right. He, he started doing parodies of people's shows. And and some of the par- parody was to do with the, the songs that we were using, the, the stuff that Logan Swordbreaker Howard put out. Logan kindly sent me a crazy Spike Pit theme. That was the inspiration for my new theme. TJ mixed up his own, put, put it to music and, and come out of his own version. He's kindly allowed me to use that. Then I'd heard from Joe Richter on Hindsightless talking about his actual play, Wheel or Woe. 
he mentioned freesound.org. The idea was born. Perhaps I could remix TJ's idea inspired by Logan Howard into my own special spin on what was originally the Crazy Spike Pit theme. So I hope you've enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun doing it. It looks like I'll be able to use that going into the future, at least for a while. We'll see how it goes. So whilst I'm talking about this little bit of a change in direction for Spike Pit, I want to mention and credit a few key players who have uh, given me something to think about and, and, and inspired me. First of all, I want to mention probably the first of the, the fellas who made a big impression production-wise on me, and that's Frank Turfler. If you listen to his podcast, you, you can tell he's always striving t- to put out some good production quality. It's his, his business. I know he's a professional in that field, and it shows. He did an actual play with his kids. I'll have to say I was pretty blown away, all the sound effects, and um, it's something I can only really aspire to. Hey Colin, Spencer here. Just calling to congratulate you on reaching your bicentennial 200 episodes and never a dull moment. Long may you continue. Another quite an influential character, although he probably doesn't realise it, is Spencer Game, aka Free For All, over on Keep Off The Borderlands. He's done some really clever edits with sound clips and recordings that he's made. Always adds a, a little bit of comedy in there. It's the sort of thing, it's very difficult to do stuff like that if you're just using Anchor. There's a limited editing facility and I've just found that I've been enjoying the process and I, I don't mind investing a little bit more time on developing that side of things for myself. Another mention on production quality needs to go to Che Webster. I know he's spoken about how he would like to make his podcast a little bit more spontaneous. But over some of the more recent episodes, I've noticed he's doing a little bit more of that. I think the level of quality that he's achieved over a decent amount of time now is um, quite admirable. I'd like to perhaps add a little little bit of that roleplay rescue polish, but in my own style, of course. The other person who I find very inspirational is Ray Otis. He seems to be on a quest to provide really good content. Tends to do uh, a longer podcast, but he does, I get the feeling agonize over what to put in the episodes to make sure that he's delivering a worthwhile content once again that is something that I aspire to I don't always feel that I deliver on it but sometimes that's not always my objective I, I like to think episodes are thought-provoking perhaps entertaining to some extent and possibly useful Not necessarily in that order, of course. Now, having said all this, I don't want anybody to think that I've turned my back on the sort of punk rock spirit of Anchorcast. I think there's something very kind of engaging and charming about the the classic Jason Hobbs or Tim Short's Drive Home podcast. Things like the classic unboxings. Uh, I don't know who did it first. I've got a feeling... 
it was Tim Shorts. Loads of people, including myself, have um, emulated the unboxings uh, made famous by Tim because half of his stuff is all mashed up in the post. Much to Joe DeLoy's amusement, Tim has been known to get a little bit agitated and, uh, I mean, <laughs> who'd have thought, who'd have thought the unboxing was a thing on an audio medium? So I've got some thank yous to do. I want to put out a big shout now, personalised to each and every member of the Spike Pit Pit Crew. In no particular order then, Hobbs and Friends, Frank Turfler, Jay Webster, Darren Green, Logan Howard, Joe Salvador, Rich Fraser, Larry Hout, Spencer Game, Ira Bulba, Jeffrey Collier, James Richards, Ray Otis, Carl Birch, Tim Shorts, Matt Jackson, Eric Swanson, Mark Walring, Vance A, Glenn Robinson, Jason Connolly. Thank you guys for all your support, the ongoing generosity. It's a constant inspiration. It, it's just a really special thing. And yeah, thanks a lot. If you're looking to support Spike Pit, you can check me out over on Patreon. Just search for Spike Pit. And patrons over there will get access to my actual play recordings. Up to date, these have been a fairly raw affair they're just me sitting down with a digital recorder and recording face-to-face -face sessions i've had a good bit of feedback that they can be amusing obviously they run quite long they're generally around two hours my plan is to break them down into a more episodic format going forwards and start to introduce some bells and whistles with the editing and, and maybe some sound effects that's just an ongoing project and a way to develop my chops on audacity and my proficiency there so like i say if you're interested check it out spike pit patreon i feel like i've waffled on enough i just want to thank you the listener for taking time out of your day to listen to old spike pit I hope you enjoy the show and continue to listen into the future. And if you've only started listening recently, I do urge you to go back and listen to some of the past episodes. There's been some great call-ins. I feel like we've had a bit of a laugh and um, I look forward to recording some more going forward. I fell into a spark pit. Spike Pit Oh, it would have sparks in it